Okay, good morning everybody. While everyone gets their breakfast, uh, the breakfast is donated by my wife in memory of her dad, uh, Yosef. Mordechai. What? Her father. Yosef Mordechai Ben Rachel. Uh, Jerry Worman. Amen. So, uh, we, we, we read this week the Perashah. It's interesting, in the Syrian community, we, don't, we call this perashah tahor. We don't call it mitzorah, because we don't like to say the name mitzorah. So about last week we read tazriah, this week we read mitzorah. And uh, really there's a similar theme that crosses into both, uh, both parashiyot. And we say one of the, the reasons that a person would, would get this, uh, this spiritual, physically manifested... Uh, Leprosy is because we say Lashon Hara, we say mainly it comes from hubris, from arrogance. We see the stories that are brought in the two Haftarot that are related to these two Parshiot, and we see even uh, with Naaman, Naaman is a Goy, and he gets this uh, Sarat, and he, his, uh, he has a servant girl who they took captive from uh, the wars against Israel. She sends him to Elisha, he goes to Elisha, Elisha doesn't want to come talk to him. And he already made the whole trip, he did everything, but he wants to do nothing because he's so angry. His hubris is preventing him, it's, it's causing him to act somewhat irrationally. And they have to convince him to go into the Jordan, he goes into the Jordan. And then he dips seven times and it leaves him. And he comes back to thank, to thank uh, Elisha. Ask some permission to take some dirt. Imagine this is the guy who really could be running the country to ask permission to take some dirt. So you see he goes from a position of hubris, a position of uh, humility. And then we see from the second, the servant of Elisha, what does he do? He goes, Gehazi, runs to, he runs to the, uh, to the general and he says, you know what, uh, really we need your money. And he takes his money, sticks it in his pocket. And what happens when he does that? Elisha tells him, I know what you did. And the, the Sarat that, that the general had, that Naaman had, goes to where? To Gehazeh and his kids. And we see in the, 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 the Haftarah that we have this week, what becomes of him and how they have to eliminate their uh, the hubris in order to, uh, to overcome the Sarat. One of the, one of the punishments that we have, or what happens when a person has the Sarat, is they put him into uh, quarantine. Now we can't say the quarantine, for the most part, at least most of the rabbis can't say the quarantine is because you're worried it's catchy. Because we know that if a bridegroom, for example, if he has it, he doesn't go to the Kohen, he's not called, he's not called uh, impure, he stays with his wife. So if you're going to tell me it's, it's something you have to quarantine a guy because it's a physical thing that you're going to catch, you, you, would, uh, you would do it all the times, not only in, in some times. But this idea of, of acting irrational when a person has hubris may be the way to overcome acting irrational when a person has ga'ava, when a person has pride, is, uh, is to do the opposite. Now also, one of the reasons you're putting the guy in solitude is because a person who wants to speak Lashon Hara, he needs to talk about someone to someone. So when you put him into solitude, there's no one for him to talk to. Also, when a person wants to show his pride, you can only show your pride... If you have other people around you, you need to show in front of other people. So maybe the tikkun that we could try, because all of us have an aspect of gavan. All of us have 
a problem of uh, of speaking lashon hara. Probably uh, very few of us are uh, are immune from it all the time. So I saw a story, very nice story, brought by uh, Rabbi Binyamin Kamenetsky. He uh, he tells uh, he tells about a. a in a relative who had to go to a doctor uh, in North Jersey from Lakewood. And he said this relative, he had to go to this doctor. He had a two-hour appointment in this doctor's office in North Jersey. His wife was going to take him there, and he arranged for one of his friends to pick him up. But at the last minute, his friend wasn't able to get him, so he posted they have a WhatsApp group called North Jersey to Lakewood for car rides, that people need a car ride. So he posted that his friend is in such and such a doctor's office, and this is the address, and he needs a lift back to Lakewood. So no one responds. A few minutes before he has to leave this guy, he gets a, a text. I'll be there in five minutes to pick you up. So the guy comes to pick him up, and he picks him up, and he's going to drive him back to Lakewood. And he tells him, you know, I have to tell you, I had a very rough day today. And I really wasn't in the mood to go out of my way to do anything for anyone. I just was a rough day. He said, but when I got in my car, when I left my office, all of a sudden it started to play. My mother had texted me a three-minute story from Torah anytime. And in the story, he said that I started to listen to, there's a a, a man says that he was waiting in front of Kever Rachel and he wanted a hitchhike back, a lift back to Yerushalayim. So a guy comes, he says, let me give you a lift. He says, thank you very much. He says, where can I take you? He says, anywhere you're going, I'll tell you to stop. I'll get out and I'll take a bus from wherever I am. He goes, no, 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 I'm going to take you. He goes, okay, so just take me into Yerushalayim. He goes, no, 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 tell me exactly where to take you. No, take me to in Yerushalayim. I'll get to where I have to go once you drop me in Yerushalayim. He goes, no, no, give me the address. He goes, he goes, he gives him the address. He goes, perfect, it's on my way. Exactly on my way. And as they're driving, they're talking, they're talking. And when he gets to the house, he tells the guy, listen, I know from our conversation that this wasn't on your way. Why would you tell me it's on your way? He says, it may not be on the way to my house, but it's on my way to Olam Haba. <laughs> he says, and when I heard this three-minute story, I said to myself, you know, I have to be able to, even if I inconvenience myself, to be able to go because I have to take the journey to Olam Haba. So we say that in order for a person to overcome maybe the irrationality behind the Lashon Hara and the, and the Ga'ava that we have, what do we have to do? We have to do something irrational in Chesed sometimes. We have to go beyond our comfort zone. We have to do something to help other people. And, and it, it was interesting because when I saw the story, I remembered that my brother's friend, Jackie Dweck, when he spoke at, at one of the memorials for my dad, he said something interesting. He said, my dad always made sure all the kids, they, he would pick us up after school. For whatever reason, my, my dad, we used to go with him to shul on Sunday morning. And after Sunday, he would drop us all off at school. And then after school, he would go to work for a few hours. His office was nearby, or he would go into the office of the, of the school to work. And then he would pick us up and he would take us to wherever we went, Coney Island that day or bowling or whatever. It was my dad took all the kids. And after, he would take every kid home and always the kids would say to my dad, listen, Mr. Beebe, just drop us off in front of your house. We all live a block or two away. We'll all come to your house and walk. But he made sure to drop every one of them off. 
And Jackie said one day he needed a lift from Sharetzion. My father drove him. And again he said, just drop me by your house. I live in the next block. My father wouldn't dro- go until he dropped him at his house. So I thought of this as, as a, we have to be willing to go out of our way to help other people. Even if it's something that they say, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We can do something to make someone else feel good, to make someone else feel important. Because when we do Lashon Ara, when we, when we act arrogant, what do we do? We make someone else feel less. We make someone else feel smaller. So if we have the opportunity to do the opposite, we should always do the opposite. My father-in-law was a guy like this. He always went out of his way to try to help other people and do things for other people. And we should learn to do that in our own time today. Zach, have a good day, everybody.